Welcome to Card Slingers, coming to you coast to coast. Hi, I'm Jamie Elford from Portland, Oregon, representing the West Coast. I'm Melissa Sonova, speaking to you from the Midwest here in St. Louis. And I'm Hillary, the New Yorker. We're going to talk about what we like about the cards. And what we don't like. What we're learning. And what we're teaching. It's all about slinging them cards. Just hit record. I think you need to repeat yourself on that one because that's hilarious. You know, first of all, that implies that I remember shit that cries <laughs> out of my mouth. Secondly, I I don't. So <laughs> I don't. What you what did said? I say? Was it noteworthy or you said I can't believe I can't believe. People actually listen to us <laughs> and like it. And I get to do this I mean, for a living. Like, let's um, think about that. Like we get to do, we get to talk to our friends uh, um, like on the weekly, right? Unless Hillary's going to go fucking globetrotting and Jamie has to teach in Salem or whatever. Massachusetts, not Oregon kids. Right. <laughs> Massachusetts, not Oregon kids. And then, um, and then, uh, <laughs> And then we get to like do a podcast that apparently people are talking about and quoting, which what Jamie (laughs) story time. What I got, I tell us, I don't got anything. You said people were quoting the book of card slingers. Yeah. I said that. Hillary said that. I can tell you two apart. Come on. It's like, I just freaked out one of our listeners at which city who was talking about us. And then I turned around and said, hi, I'm Jamie Elford. And they almost beat their pants. So hi, nice. Sharon. Hi, Sharon Blue. <laughs> yep. Yes, that's her real name, Sharon Blue. <laughs> Sharon and I are going to be doing events in St. Louis together because I, uh, I, I'm i old and Victorian. And uh, I need somebody as backup. And she can read like a motherfucker. So. She has a faint Anywho, heart. So Hillary, tell the thingy. Well, I'm apparently um, they they open up their hands as if it's a book uh, when they go to oh, quote one of us. Amazing. So it's like a reading from the book of card slingers. And I'm just like, that's, that's, that's amazing. terrifying. And also, please feed Seriously? the ego give of three fire give signs. It to me Why hard. don't you? I love, love it. I love it. <laughs> give me daddy. <laughs> Feed me, Give it to me, baby. Uh-huh. Uh-huh. <laughs> anyway, what are we Thank talking about today? I don't know. I don't even, <laughs> yes, does it matter? Do. Does it even matter? <laughs> no, we're talking about self-care for tarot readers because you learn, I think that we all enter into this tarot reading space as we want to help people, but we also don't want people not to like us because of all the shit about tarot readers, correct? Yeah. So we have this kind of like, I've been doing readings in coffee shops and people will go, are you reading tarot? I'm like, yeah, I can give you a free one. It's not scary. Like I I did that before in like in in the nineties because I didn't want them to think I was a weirdo and I didn't want them to like prey on me because that's happened. And I didn't want them to say something to my parents because that happened um, and make me feel bad, bad about it. So I kind of like preemptively kissed people's asses and devalued what I did for a living, telling people it's just for fun. It's not a big deal. It's entertainment only. It's just a stack of cards. Then devaluing the tools that I use for my trade. And now that I'm older, you know, as we always say, once you know better, you do better. So we want you guys to avoid that, like, burnout of um, pacifying 
the world so that you can go by and molest it, you know, for doing tarot. And part of that is the fact that like, I never took care of myself when I was doing readings. I treated it like I was showing up at a fucking, you know, convenience store to work an eight hour shift. And I would just roll in and then halfway through it, I'm emotionally depleted. I'm hoarse. I didn't have any water. Um, I'm not right next to a fucking speaker. Um, and then I go home crying the whole way because I didn't get myself ready for all of the shit that people were flinging at me. And it's everywhere. It's just everywhere. And I'm, I'm completely hoarse because I stayed for two hours longer than I should have for money because I like money. And, and it, I did that for years, you guys, years. And so the reason that we have this podcast and the reason that I write my books is because you don't have to do that. You know, it's like people who, who have a job and they hate their job and they show up every day and they get their fucking coin and they turn in their fucking spreadsheet and they hate it so much and they don't have to do that. You know, I gave a reading a couple weeks ago and I said, you know, stop being unhappy for a living. And I was, by the way, I was writing a book called don't be unhappy for a living, you know, and uh, because it really inspired me because so many people who call me about job security and what they do for a living are absolutely right. They hate it, but it has good benefits and it pays the bills. And that is not, that that's not a compromise that one should go to, to hate 40, 40 hours of their life every week. And I'm not coming from a place of privilege because I have worked jobs that I hated just to pay the bills. And I, I got out of that rut and found something better, you know? And so today is about self-care for readers, but it's also about self-care for everybody, yep. right? Yeah. So Hillary, you well, said, yeah, first you have to go there. Oh, well then. I mean, that's, it's funny that you say that you had just done a reading about that because I just did a reading yesterday for someone that base started with. So I quit my job in blank month and I totally blew up my life. And I said, congratulations. And they were, <laughs> and they were kind of, we both what? just laughed about it because I, and, and I was, I was just like, I'm I, one of the few people that congratulated you on that. And, and she was like, yeah. And I was just like, but you understand why. Right. And she was like, yeah, because I feel like blowing up your life to some degree is a part of spiritual awakening and a part of awakening to what life is really about. Um, <clears throat> because like this particular client, I'm not going to get into details, but basically her job became everything. It became her identifying trait, her personality, and it just took over her entire life. So her life was her, especially after the pandemic or I don't know. We're, we're still in it. I think that we're always going to be in it to some degree. I think people are really realizing or waking up to the fact that it's just like, I shouldn't have to take a vacation to get away from this life. I need to design a life that I don't want to take a vacation from. <laughs> mm -hmm. That idea. And I think that is a, a major part of self-care creating a life that we don't want to run away from. I, I call that stuff design a life worth living. And that's something mm, that's I've been trying to do. So a good. Long Jenny. Time. There yeah. was a book um, about that. Like, and what are ago, some of the stuff? Well, what what are some mean? of your steps right now? Yeah. Well, for me, I'm at this weird 
confluence. To design a life. Yeah. I'm at this weird confluence that we were talking pre pre recording of this, where it's like, I'm trying to figure out the next evolution for me and tarot and my business and burnout's part of it. You know, like the, the idea of like, I love my tarot decks, but in some cases I haven't really played with them as much as I should. I haven't done a whole lot of readings, but then again, I've been sick. I do teach quite a bit still, but I'm just trying to figure out self-care, kind of my revamping my house or my, my own philosophies on what is worth living for or what are my core values and stuff, because all that rely to me your values and what you want and desire and the life that you kind of want to live all kind of fits into this idea of, you know, being unhappy for a living or stop being unhappy for a living. It's, it's, Mm -hmm. it's how we um, design that, you know, design what we want around us. And I want to Mm -hmm. clear the clutter, you know, either mental clutter, spiritual clutter, house clutter, all that, Mm -hmm. you know, whatever you want to call Mm -hmm. the clutter. You clear the clutter so that you can have more time and energy to focus on what's important to you. Like for me, you know, writing is still really important to me, but I feel like, you know, like I've mm-hmm. had to clear my desk off for the cats because I get, you know, jazz just wants to be on my desk all the time. Mm-hmm. And because like he, he, he's a, you know, your pets, if you have a pet, they will tell you when it's time to stop because that's what he does for <laughs> me. I've noticed that if, you know, he, like around yep. noon, he's like, you're done. I don't want you on this box. I'm going to start chewing on the corner of your really expensive monitor if you don't, you know, pay attention to me. Even though I do play with him and stuff throughout the morning when I'm writing or emailing or on the computer, you know, they want that attention. So all this, like, I know I'm kind of babbling and melting pot, but all this goes into this idea of stop being unhappy for a living where you have to take care of yourself. And the best way to take care of yourself is learn your needs and wants and desires. Yeah, And listen to your body yeah. if it gets sick. You know, like I ended up getting COVID from a trip and I I wore a mask. I double masked, you know. Did everything right. Yeah, doing everything <laughs> right? right. And it still hit. And thankfully it was, you know, it, it didn't put me in the hospital. It didn't, you know, because I I'm I did all the things right. But it 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 still affected my system enough to make me, I I had to slow down. I couldn't, you know, do everything as fast as I'd want to. And so again, this idea of burnout, sickness, self-care, you know, you have to kind of understand yourself, know thyself, you know, the Oracle of Delphi, all this goes into that melting pot. And when you get to that level and start thinking about, you know, quitting a job and congratulations, you took that plunge. Yeah, welcome to mm-hmm. the self-employment world mm-hmm. or the unemployment world. It's fucking scary out here. However, it gives you that idea to now you can figure out your values enough of what companies mm-hmm. you don't want to work for or, you know, where you want to go to be happy. And I think that, you know, we have to allow for the fact that, you know, I, I was talking to a friend this morning about because he hates his job. He hates his job. And, uh, and he's like, every day I'm worried that I'm going to get fired. Uh, but we didn't have, you know, we didn't have a job for a long time. And now I just, I need to, I need this job. I'm like, no, you need a job because the decision that you're making right now is fear-based. That's a fear-based decision that you're going to stay small and you're going to continue feeling unhappy and let your boss browbeat you because they have other problems that have nothing to do with you, but God, you feel Mm -hmm. bad for them. Fuck them. That's not your problem to solve, right? You're, problem to solve is I don't want to feel like this anymore and I need to get paid 
So go find a headhunter, go back to school, start working fucking at a, you don't need any experience to do customer service. And some places start at 15 an hour and get up to 25 if you hustle. You know what I'm saying? Like anybody could work customer service and it's from home on a computer and you talk to people for eight hours a day and you bounce. Like if you need a reset in your career and you need money to go back to school or you just can't fucking look at Sharon or hear anybody go corporate accounts receiving Nina speaking just a moment, (laughs) corporate accounts receiving Nina speaking just a moment. If you can't hear that one more time, fucking get a call center job from home hustle your ass off and then look for opportunities within that company. Enterprise is great. Square is great. There are lots of companies that are queer friendly, that are family friendly, that have benefits that are not corporate accounts receiving data speaking just a moment. Like don't do that to yourself. That's self-flagellation. And as a tarot reader, don't do emergency readings. There's no such thing. Don't go past the time you're supposed to be reading. You need your voice. It's important. It's a tool that you use to do your job. I once lost my voice because people were like, listen, there's a bunch of drunk people, drunk, bougie people after I did an office party. I'd been reading for five hours already. And I was like, and I have to go. And I peed, I think forever. I think I'm still peeing because I didn't take bathroom breaks back then because I had a line, right? I don't want to get up. I had a line. So I, and I just had a baby too. This is right after Robert was born. So I just had a baby and I went to the bathroom and I was fucking exhausted. My tits, like you guys, like nursing boobs are like rocks if you don't nurse in, in time. And they were like, they had a heartbeat. They hurt so bad. My boobs had a heartbeat. And all I wanted to go do was go home and nurse my son. Right. And uh, instead, because formula is expensive. And at that time I had a toddler and a baby and it was not working. I stayed for an extra two hours, lost my voice completely, um, got mastitis in my left boob because I put off nursing or pumping for so long and missed a night of cuddling with my son mm. for $300. Is that worth it? No. No. Because no. you can't get all. back that time and you can't nope. get back that time either. But I was so focused on, I need the money that I forgot that I need my son. I forgot that I need to be at home and comfortable and safe. And I forgot that, that I am not their bitch and I don't have, here's my card. That's what I say now. Or I say, I only do readings on Zoom, go to my website. Cause that's where I'm at right now. I only do Zoom readings except for the Patreon that actually, if we, this is in October, <laughs> I just launched a Patreon guys. <laughs> um, I'm just kidding. It's really August. We're lying. To you. <laughs> um, but uh, I do email readings and phone readings in the Patreon. That's it. But, uh, but you know, I have boundaries now and boundaries protect me and help me stay happy. And they also protect you so that you can stay happy. And it protects. Because if you cross my boundaries, I will throw. Right. And also it protects the clients from getting the best reading possible from us, which I don't think like that last part, I like when I've worked or, or like try to explain to people, this is how I work best. And this is the container that I create in order to do this best work, which results in the best reading for you. If people push those or they demand or they, and it's just like, you really don't want a reading from me now, now that you've pissed me off. You don't want a reading from me. Now that you've trampled my boundaries, you don't want a reading from me because it's definitely not going to be the best reading that you could have gotten if you had just respected 
the boundaries that I create for you mm-hmm. and for me to do the best. I have given a do. reading one time that almost ended in a bar fight because I think I talked about this on the podcast before. Have I? I, I don't, don't remember. It was, I don't know. There's so many stories from story time, but go. Story time. My friend Paul, <laughs> who hi Polly, my friend Paul is my my best friend Kelly's husband. He's he's a mensch. He's a musician and a songwriter, and he's wonderful. And a great dad and a good husband, a good friend. And um, he caught me when I fainted in Nashville. So what a great guy. Um and uh and anyway, it was his 40th birthday. I was still drinking tequila at the time. Uh, for reasons and uh, i was drunk and i gave a tarot reading to paul because it was his birthday and i slapped him on the ass consensually and sent him on his way and then i was going to drink with my friends that was the plan and this guy was like hey psychic give me a reading listen give me a fucking reading come on man what are you what are you afraid and i was like you want a fucking reading i so i slapped down the cards and we were at this like tall two-top table and there's people around us i don't know any of paul's friends i just know paul and I slapped the cards down and I was like, you sure you want to do this? You pissed me off. And he was like, oh, what did I make you? What do I hurt your feelings or something? And I was like, no, no, you didn't hurt my feelings at all. <laughs> so your girlfriend is going to find out that you're cheating on her really soon. And behind him, I heard, what the fuck? What did she fucking say? <laughs> and your, his girlfriend was behind her. And he went, what? No, bitch, this bitch is lying. And then he like kind of like half-heartedly took a swing at me and then uh, got escorted from the building. And I was like, you said you wanted a reading. (laughs) What? You got what you wanted. Start shit, get hit. Don't don't push people who can see your soul. That's a bad idea. Don't fuck with witches. Also a bad idea. So, you know, you don't want the worst of me. You want the best of me. And the best way to get the best of me is to let me be rested ready to work, healthy, happy, calm, right? You want me fucking meditating, not like drunk on tequila and ready to throw hands. That's not the reading you want for Sonoma because that's not going to end well for anybody. And you're going to cry at the end of it. That's just fucking cry. It's it's fucking hilarious though. Like it's like a bar fight around tarot. Like, come on, bra, read for me. Come on. I, you, you know, do do it. You pussy. (laughs) You know, you want to through you pussy. Yeah. You know, you want to come on, just give it to me. All right. No lube. I'm just going to give it to you. (laughs) So. Okay. I, you know, I just, I, I, I look back and laugh at it, but at the time I was like, why are you doing this? It was really kind of frightening. This was 15, 20 years ago. Right. So I was not the, the, the brazen bitch you see before. For you, or the right? consummate professional, was in, the consummate, <laughs> consummate, consummate, consummate V's, consummate V's. Um, I was not the consummate V's professional that you see before you. I was uh, anxious and just starting to tell people that I did tarot readings, and I was, um, I was really trying not to make bad impressions on people. But the alcohol took all of that away, and suddenly I was fucking Miss Cleo, like going, "You want a piece of me? Don't make me take you to church, young man." Call me now for your free psychic reading, and then I'll beat your ass in the parking lot. <laughs> so, I miss Cleo. May she rest in peace. She was from Jamaica, Queens, but that accent was killer. Anyway, <clears throat> um, so yeah, so we have some notes. Let's go to the notes. Yeah. Self care when practicing reading. 
things. Prep no, before no. and after. Uh, during, before, what does that et cetera. Mean? Do you want to read them? What does prepping before mean? <laughs> Wait, you're asking me. <laughs> you guys suck. We're supposed to be advising people and you're like, oh. Well, I know what it means. You know, like every time I go, like before. I know what it means. Before any reading, whether it's the hour-long reading with me or the times where I, where I've had cats in the bathroom, knock something over, and I have no idea what that was. Hopefully, <laughs> hopefully the noise know. didn't come through. Wait but up, yeah, really so explain. so yeah, comps, you know, professionals or like event event readings. I think about the things. I, I I try and walk myself through the workflow. I, I read whatever notes I need to. If it's like, you know, talking to a client, an ongoing client, I'm like, I review what they've done, where they've come from. I try and figure out what that next reading step's going to be. So I bring up a couple of readings, you know, a couple mm-hmm. of spreads. Mm-hmm. I, I, you know, I ground myself. I eat. I have some caffeine because if it's early, if it's morning yeah. reading, I need caffeine to help kind of wake me up from the belays so I can look as consummate professional as I do right now. Um, you know, it's 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 all the thing, you know, there's self-care before your reading, during the reading, and after your reading. And that preparation before the reading is kind of key because every time I read, I get nervous. I get an anxiety a weird little anxiety of like yeah like what if they hate what i say what if i i'm wrong what if what if what if right so my prep is all about mitigating and minimalizing all that like if it's if it like i used to Mm -hmm. go to you know events it'd be kendra drives me because i don't want to get lost or i don't late you know i'm always Mm -hmm. early 15 minutes early to me is on time yeah yeah that sort of and i was the same way fucking Joe and I have been together in next month in September. It will have been nine years since I met him. So within the last nine years, he would, I would get ready to do a reading and then I would start crying and go, I'm going to do a really shitty job. (laughs) And, and then they're going to like stand up and point at me and be like, liar. And then, um, uh, and then everything will be stupid and I hate it. I just want to stay home. And he's like, babe, you know how he babes, babe. Come on, you know you can do it. And then afterwards, I'm like, I'm the best motherfucking terror reader in the world. I made 17 mm-hmm. people cry and I made $597. Let's go get some steak. And that was like, <laughs> that was our routine, right? That's what happened every single time. I would freak out and not take care of myself at all. I probably should have had some food, water, nap. Instead, I was all anxious. You know, my head is a, is a bag of cats. And, uh, and then after, and then I do the reading and then afterwards the adrenaline would just blow me through the roof and I would have the shakes forever because I had emotional whiplash and I did it all to myself. (laughs) Hmm. Yeah. So it's, it's fucking, it's, we all do it. And I, I've done it as recently as I would say six years ago, would get ready for a reading and like put myself through hell being anxious about it instead of being confident that I knew what the fuck I was doing after three years. Do, 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 do. Sonova. And then, um, and, and then afterwards I would be so spun out because I'd have this adrenaline rush from actually doing what I knew I could do. Do, 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 do. 
I feel like George. That's George's voice, by the way, is the one I'm imitating my dog, George. <laughs> Just going to sniff this cat out, out my nose. She hit me in the nose while I'm out. Anyway, um, but I would be George, you know, like the whole thing. I would just fuck it all up. And all I had to do was understand that I was, I, I'm good at what I do and I get paid for what I do and I walk in, do my job and leave. It doesn't have to be a production. Mm-hmm. Yeah. You know, mm-hmm. it doesn't have to be a production. And yet our the brains story do that, it. That you sell yourself. Our brains do it. Yep. I think this needs to be a three or four part series, honestly, you guys, because I think mm-hmm. we're just getting to the top of this. And Ellen, um, Ellen the Red, who her website is ellentheRed.com. She was one of our teachers at the 2019 conference, 2020 conference with George and Rudy. Um, it was in Potter, George, Rudy, and Potter. No, George, Rudy, and Ellen. And there was another person I'm forgetting. You. I'm so sorry. Me. <laughs> was that it? Yeah. Yeah. Anyway. Yeah. It was because it was COVID. Yeah. So mm-hmm. anyway, um, but Ellen did this great pres- uh, re- uh, presentation um, about how to take care of yourself before, after, and during the reading. And honestly, I think we should spend time, you guys, like this is going to be like a, a predictive episode of what's coming. But I think we really need to invest in this because the story that you t- tell yourself causes more distress than reality. And yep. And I think that as tarot readers, if we allow ourselves to follow that narrative, I told myself I wasn't a good reader. I told myself people were going to lie. I'd hate it. And, and I would, I, they would go, lie, and like everyone would run out of the place with torches. I told myself that I was inadequate, didn't deserve to be paid, didn't deserve a break, didn't deserve to go to the bathroom, didn't deserve to tell people no. Mm. And I believed it. Related related and i knew i knew it's this like you're psychic come up at bitch. some point scientifically <laughs> no right um so i've just been recently reading uh gala darling's new I'll book magnetic myself. mindset and huh okay and you'll mute yourself fine um but scientifically it's proven that we can only physically feel an emotion for 90 seconds max- maximum that's nine zero seconds maximum but a lot of people avoid feeling their feelings and they could do it for years so literally (laughs) we can avoid something for years instead of just taking that 90 seconds to fully feel that emotion or tell that story or tell that story to its like logical or illogical conclusion and then try and check ourselves and be like how true is the story that I'm telling myself right now like true like real or not real like true or untrue and right like I think it's my um therapist calls it testing projections I mean you can do it in relationships that's good in relationships but you can also you also should be doing it for yourself do that too like is this real or not i had really difficult Mm -hmm. times i just been diagnosed with cptsd and i had um i just started trauma therapy so the first part of deep trauma therapy is they pull up all the poison and you start where everything hurts first and i was not okay and i was on the wrong meds and i kept thinking that my my default my anxiety default is everyone hates me that's my anxiety default that's my uh brain weasel as my friend stick says and so my brain weasels were like, everyone hates you. And I would tell Joe, honey, I think that, you know, Ryan or whatever hates me. And he's like, mm, I'm pretty sure that's not true. And I'm pretty sure you haven't seen them in a while. And I'm pretty sure that, that that's not real. Mm-hmm. 
right? And then after a while, we got a shorthand because I was trapped in my own brain for like two months while I was detoxing off of this medication and it sucked. And the thing that kept me going and the thing that made it okay was Joe going, well, sweetie, is that real or not real? And I was like, I don't know. Tell me. He's like, that's not real. And I had to trust him. I had to, I had to trust him. So to a lesser degree, because hopefully you guys don't go through a psychotic break or anything like I did, because those suck. Do not recommend zero out of 10 <laughs> would not recommend a psychotic break. Um, but I had one and I came out of the other end of it because I had a lifeline that assured me that my fears were not real. Right. So finding that lifeline, whether it's a book, a therapist, a friend, a med that works, whatever is paramount to not telling yourself stories that on your life where you just stand there in the circular thoughts, just keep going. What is it that Allie Brosh calls them? Uh, Sneaky hate spirals. Correct. Yes. Right. You get stuck in a sneaky hate spiral and if it's pointed inwards they could last your whole life and uh and so rap, no how idea. long have we been talking <laughs> fucking um, don't know don't know about a half right. hour but right. yeah about a half hour <laughs> yeah let's wrap this up for now leave them what more leave master for more beer, 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 beer. um i think we're all at newts right now if we're projecting into the future right or we just got home from the north symposium well, where yeah. i taught a class <laughs> and nailed it and uh, was heralded by many and carried around on shoulders. So I'm expecting that treatment. Shut up, Jamie. Shut up, Hillary. Just group shut up. Anyway, we're going to be talking uh, in our about uh, how to prepare for work. We're just going to call it work because, yeah, we're prepared for readings, but it, is. it works for jobs doing too. The I work. give this advice to it people all the time. It is doing the work. Mm-hmm. Yep. Before, during, and after. And remember the quote, who said it, me or Ellen? I don't remember, but JB took notes. It says, humility is a tool of the patriarchy. That That's sounds Ellen like Ellen. Right there. That sounds like Ellen. Yeah, that's <laughs> Ellen. That's my Ellen. So Ellen does readings at uh, the Fortune Teller Bar in St. Louis. And she also does readings at ellentheread.com. But we're basically going to do like a three or four part series about when you're taking care mm. of other people. And I think that it's, this is very timely right before the holidays. Wink. Also, it's really, it's really spooky August. season. Spooky and, season. Uh, busy season for yeah, us. Spooky season. Y'all yeah. going to be busy. Mm-hmm. So, uh, so stay tuned. Uh, check in on the next time. We'll have some snarky jokes and, and homespun wisdom. Homework. And more George voices. And hopefully no air horns. Yeah. Oh, it's homework. Homework, homework is start thinking start thinking about um what your self-care is how you how you prep let's say let's how you think crap? about the before yes. before Sorry. the before episode. i thought you said uh-huh. how do you crap too uh-huh. well no, i was like that's I, I think a whole I could, fucking no, different i like the idea i don't want to be a part of i like the idea of just <laughs> there is think a of- podcast it's called I can't remember the name of it but it's good it's about it's uh called, i can't remember it's about the name that of it, but yeah. go go no. on I, I can't remember say, the name of it, but it's good. <laughs> let's just have everybody get your shit together. About, let's have everybody just think about their self care stuff. You don't think about before, during, and after. Just write down what you know self care processes and things you means have because, you. yeah, it means to you what, what things you do because there are you know I mean some of that might be before, during, and after, but you won't know until you write it down. Mm-hmm. So just mm-hmm. brainstorm exactly. 
Yeah. So I want you to bring um, bring what you've been doing, and then hopefully our next uh, episodes, our next episode. Bow, sorry, that's the song. I'm fine. Da 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 da. It's the motherfucking D O double G Snoop Dogg. Anyway, um, our next episode we're going to talk about before the work. Okay. So I want you to bring what you're doing now. Write it down. You know. Write down what you're doing now before you go to work. I don't care what your work is, we right? We will be testing if, if... you. <laughs> oh, shit. And uh, Hillary and will be testing you because I don't deal with that, you know? <laughs> yeah. Jamie's like, I don't feel comfortable holding people to my own standards. And Hillary's like, fucking I do. So I don't <laughs> give a fuck. That's tiring to I me, stand. though. That shit's I tiring. Don't... Yeah, that's exhausting. I don't care. So, um... <laughs> Bring your notes and make room, make, make space to augment them because we're, oh my God, Jamie just picked up her kitten. Oh my God. Okay. We got to go because we have to make cat noises at the cat. So we love you guys. Um, Take good care. And we mean it. Take care. God damn it. Thank you so much for joining us uh, at Cardslingers Coast to Coast. You can check out more episodes at cardslingerscc.podbeam.com. And please send us your questions at cardslingerscc at gmail.com. We'll see you next time.